and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, and games, and the whatever. I am Jordan. With me is Luke. How are you doing, Luke? What up? I'm here. I feel like I should clarify. It's like saying the whatever makes it sound a lot different than what it is. You know, it makes it sound like we're going to get into like talk about ghosts and aliens and uh, um, we have talked about aliens. We've talked about aliens. That's in our realm. (laughs) Yeah, it's not completely outside of our house. We haven't hit ghosts. (laughs) At least that I can remember. Or quite a few episodes down now. So (laughs) could have slipped in there. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and there's you know and we'll have to slip it in one of these episodes to come who knows who knows when ghosts will make an appearance in the podcast you talked about ghosts of tsushima <laughs> yeah and i might talk about That's it a sometime. form of ghosts <laughs> <laughs> that is at least the word ghost i'll say that <laughs> yeah i don't know what it's about but <laughs> I, I don't it know. is a ghost <laughs> yeah yeah you'd be really surprised playing that game You're like where are all the ghosts where I are the promised ghosts i came ghosts. here for ghosts I was thinking I'd be ghost busting or I don't know, zap At least blasting a spirit ghost. or two. Come on. <laughs> oh man, this this book has been on the desk for weeks now. And this book has been bothering me a lot. It's Dune. Dune. If you can't notice. I mean I've only have a few more uh weeks or like a month or two or so, month, I guess, to actually read this oh, thing. I thought it was November. It's October okay and so yeah i mean i'm not very far into it about this much it's about uh doesn't look like a lot that's basically how far i got into the movie and i was like you know (laughs) i want to experience this for the first time yeah with the new movie so i'm struggling man this book does you no favors as a reader it's like understand all this crap or get out of here i don't know because it the movie's confusing (laughs) I watched enough to be like, oh my, this is deep. Like watching the trailer helped me. It's not the funny thing. It like helped me feel nowhere. At least I'm going here. I don't know. Um, but I'm going to, I'm determined. I'm going to finish this thing before the movie. It'd be because uh, if I don't, I don't know if I'll go back. If I watch the movie and mid my mid book or whatever, I don't know if I'll go back to the book. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to get, you know, to the point where I, feel like i know what's going on because i I feel like you have to have like a dictionary or a wikipedia at the the beginning of this book because they just throw out so many insane names so many insane terms and you're like wait what is that a place or a person okay it's a religion got it you know and so you get so confused oh yeah it's tough speaking of movies that are going to come out later this year Mm -hmm. you know i really thought we'd know a lot more about this matrix movie I, I don't feel like anybody said anything, and it was supposed to come out this year. I continuously think about this, Luke, and I re- <laughs> recently. Well, recently, and it's starting to worry. It's me. either Dune or The Matrix, Luke. That's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know, I'm worried. I mean, I'm I'm honestly a little worried. I feel like they'd show some sort of media at this point. They haven't showed it like a poster or like a title, like you know, Matrix yeah. Resurrection. The Matrix is Four been... is not a title. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm been just doing a quick Google search. It's been coming for a long time and it's only like, you know, a few months away at this point, you know, you, you'd feel like you'd want to get something out there. I mean, maybe because it's on streaming or whatever on HBO max as well, they don't feel the need to press it as much, but I don't know. I feel like we had a Dune trailer like ages ago, but 
What do I know? <laughs> what? Canceled. Movie got so, canceled. Got wow. Um, Matrix 4 trailer unveiled during Warner Brothers CinemaCon reel. Matrix 4, this has been tweeted out by Arctic Ninja Paul. Don't know who that is, boy. but it is, it is like a blue check marked Twitter account. Okay. Um, Matrix 4 officially called. Don't say it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yep. Matrix Resurrections. No, it's as like... per trailer shown at CinemaCon. Wow. That's the title that we immediately came up with after seeing Matrix Revolutions. <laughs> wow. wow. Culture Crave Twitter official account said trailer for Matrix 4 tonight at CinemaCon. So I guess it happened. All right. So somebody that sounds some pretty confirmed. It. Yeah. So I that, guess someone's title it. at least. Yeah, at least. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it can't get any more cliche than that. It's probably why we immediately came up with it when we were I think, younger, seeing the third one. I think I, I was kind of hoping that it would be a little removed from that trilogy, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like let those three stories sit by themselves and then maybe like. I don't know. Like my no, mind just goes to what that could mean. And it just it's not a good thing. <laughs> Are you imagining Neo just, just like, sitting up slowly? <laughs> it's like as much as I enjoyed those movies, you know, I was never a big hater of those movies. No, me either. But, you know, looking back on it, I was like, okay, they went to a ridiculous place where it just yeah. got too much. It was like, this is this has gotten too far away from what the Matrix was in the beginning. And yeah. I just see that like getting even more in that direction, but I don't know. Just do more in the matrix. That's all I can say. Don't do so much in the real world. Zion. It's not, it's not as enjoyable. It's, no. It doesn't make good film. <laughs> Squiddies or whatever flying all over the yeah, place. Rave scenes in the mud. And yeah. Oh yeah. And weirdness. Mm-hmm. A lot of talks with like, like old people in cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what this is. I am I'm <laughs> the most curious about this movie. I am. I mean, there's another yeah. movie that's got me a lot yeah. of hype for December, but this movie, I am. I have no freaking idea what they are, what they could possibly do. So, wow, am I not intrigued? <laughs> that uh, that may be the farthest that like the fourth version of a movie. I don't know. Like, it's. I know there's like Star Wars, but. Star Wars is different because it's like that. I the prequels. Know, it, was pl- it was planned out. It was planned out. Yeah. I don't know. Just like to throw a fourth movie on after you've like done a series, like like you film the first one, you know, ninety nine. Yeah. And then you film the other two, like pretty much not long after. A little bit, you know, there was a little delay there, but not too long after that first one had come out, you made, you know. Gosh, what are revelations and uh, reloaded? <laughs> yeah, reloaded and revelations. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's so weird. It'll be 23, 22 years. Yeah, that's a long time. I hope, you know, the, the most ridiculous thing that could happen, I hope they pick it up right where they left off, where they're like, he's like, oh this is this Oracle. Will we see Neo again? Oh, I suspect so, honey. I suspect so. When he comes walking <laughs> with the sunset behind him, he comes walking towards. 
hello or whatever and he's de-aged better do some really good de-aging <laughs> I will, 22 it, years well that's from the first one what when did resurrection come out like resurrection 2004 or something that sounds sounds right that sounds good to me i think we we're still in high school it was something like that yeah well, what is this? A, a matrix retrospective? Let's uh <laughs> that's the whatever, folks. That was a big distraction. <laughs> it's fine. Um uh, people should know that the title has probably been yeah, revealed, though. That's pretty neat. Title, here it comes. The movie's still real. We'll be on Matrix Watch for the rest of the year. Matrix Watch. <laughs> <laughs> new segment, new show segment. Janet Matrix Watch. I like it. <laughs> Luke, what have we been watching slash playing <laughs> last listening to this week? Um, I've been listening to a couple covers here that I thought you might like. Um, landslide, obviously, everybody knows the classic landslide. Um, yeah, but I found this cover by this band, Cattle and Kane, <laughs> Leonard Skinner, I don't know. uh, Cattle and Kane, and uh, yeah, they do a pretty darn good cover. Um, it's like their number one thing on Spotify, Cattle and Kane, <laughs> yeah. So they do a good cover of Landslide. Um, also, I Melt With You. Oh. A lot of people recognize that song. Um, this guy, Dalton True. Hopkins, does a nice cover of uh, I Melt With You. Well, he's pretty smaller artist on Spotify. But What's yeah, he called? he's got a unique way of doing it. Dalton Hopkins. Dalton Hopkins. Awesome. Looking it up. Got it. Sweet. Number one song for him. Awesome. I'm mm-hmm. with you. Very nice. We'll listen to that later. Look, I, I must thank you because your last recommend has been really awesome. Uh, the night, uh, the night game. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. so good. Like, holy, you yeah. aren't joking, man. That that stuff is yeah. good. I, I'm, I'm one really... of those few times when the side project is probably better than more enjoyable than the original yeah, project for sure i mean that um the latest album that he came out with that thing is i think pretty tremendous uh dog years man like a lot of it's very much like a good variety. Like um, my wife was listening to it with me when I was listening to it in the car. She was commenting. She's like, wow, this, this guy has got a lot of range as far as like his writing style. He went from like stuff that sounds like uh, Michael Jackson, stuff that sounds like Prince. And then like something that sounds like early two thousands rock. It's really impressive. And uh, which he would know well, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, he would know well, but it's great stuff. I, I'm with you. I highly, highly yeah. recommend it. it. It's really, I think, really awesome pop music. One of those bands that I had only listened to a couple songs and then like I went back to it and I was like, wow, I've been missing out. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate um, also we talk sometimes about lyrics. I appreciate his the, the lyrical content of a lot of it. Some of it's very raw and like it, and there's not like some of it's like, you know, really like carnal and but it, that's like the point of it i guess and there's a lot of uh so there's a few songs where he's feeling sorry for himself which of course i can get down with but um i <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's it's just i don't know solid all around it actually made me start listening to some michael jackson again it's been a while it's been a long while you know because mm. after list, watching that documentary i was like i can't listen to him for so it's been like years <laughs> but you know what yeah music's great and he's dead, you missed so. michael you are missed <laughs> yeah but um 
anywho, uh, that's uh, pretty much it for me. I've been listening to a new podcast, a uh, uh, YouTube channel I've been following for over a decade at this point. Cinemasker it has like the angry video game nerd. Like he's like dawn of YouTube kind of stuff with his uh, game reviews and all that stuff. But I've always been following his channels because uh, the main guy, James Rolfe, he's such a has such a good mind for film uh, and games. And so it's like, it's great to see them finally start a podcast. <laughs> so mm-hmm. good, it's good stuff. Um, what have you been watching slash playing, Luke? Um, I've been watching a lot of the typical stuff. We've gotten back into Brooklyn Nine-Nine. been watching mm-hmm. that. Um, still watching... Uh, Ted Lasso. I might have a little bit of a hard time remembering things. I've been sick everybody over the weekend. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Bear with me if I'm a little more forgetful than I even usually am, but uh, <laughs> I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, we, we, we were able to uh, log into my sister's Hulu account. So we've been catching up on some of the stuff we haven't been watching previously because we hadn't been on Hulu. So uh, yeah, Brooklyn's one of those things and new seasons, you know, starting to dribble out on there. So watching a little bit of that, but mostly going back to the old (laughs) stuff. (laughs) I like that. Like a baby just sitting there. letting. There's a lot of dribbling going on here at this house. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) The house that dribble babies and streaming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we've been enjoying that, but uh, yeah, nothing really too interesting on the watching side, but I have actually gotten into some playing, um, I was sick to the point where I was like, I was just so tired. I really wasn't watching or playing anything for like the first couple of days. And then I finally started feeling just good enough that I started playing some stuff and man, it was a good time to play some stuff. Splitgate is a game that I had been trying to play for hmm. so long. I remember seeing E3 or Xbox showcase. I don't even know. You know, it was one of those smaller games that it, I took note of, but I couldn't tell you when I saw it or how long it's been. It's just, I know it's been a while since that came out, um, but it's now on Xbox as a free to play game um, okay. officially out. Um, it's actually PlayStation and PC. It says on the website. Um, so just, you know, all the platforms and it is very similar. They even admit it like on their stuff. It's like, it's very similar to Halo. They say, you know, it's Halo okay. with portals. It's basically, if you took, portal the game and mashed it with halo um (laughs) so it's kind of cool the way they do it you hit the lb rb on the xbox and whatever they call it on the playstation basically the top back buttons Mm -hmm. and those send out your you know number one and two portals so your send and receive or you know Mm -hmm. however you want to do it portals so you can shoot one across the map to over here and then you can shoot one right next to you and one of the coolest features i think about this just so everybody, it's Halo. I mean, it's a shooter. You're shooting people. It's yeah. team deathmatch. It's oddball. It's king of the hill. It's all the normal shooter parts. But the cool thing is these portals. And one of the things that I found the most interesting is you can shoot a portal up and then you can shoot the other portal right here in front of you. And then you can look through the portal and shoot and not That's actually crazy. go through the portal. So use huh. the portal as a window to any point. So you can't actually wow, put impressive. a portal on anything. That's one of the ways they kind of limit the power of the portal. Yeah. Is they have these little blue walls that have like dots on them. And you know, if you see that wall, I can put a portal there. Okay. So you can't just put it on any wall. There's, you know, points at which, which, which is nice. It gives a nice balance of power to the portals. And then any enemy team 
any enemy player or you know you can do it to the enemy can throw an emp grenade and close a portal from an enemy team or they can actually shoot you through it but one of the things that kind of gives you an advantage on the offense is when you open two portals they can't see through your portal they can tell it's active but the only way they know you're in there looking at them is if their little like reticle turns red but they can't actually see you Mm. so you can shoot them without them even seeing you so if you're clever and you know you play your angles right, you can pull off some pretty crazy like sniper shots and stuff through these portals. And it's, That's cool. Yeah, it is. It's one of those moments when I'm playing it and I'm like, this is so refreshing. It's finally something that taking me away from Call of Duty, you know, taking me even away from Halo and giving me some new type of play. And yeah, it's a unique mechanic. Like and they use it very much like the game Portal does, which. You know, if anybody's played Portal, I mean, it's yeah. just it's a great game. The movement is just amazing in Portal. <laughs> you know, it's old now, but it was you know groundbreaking at the time. And uh, this is really cool. I I don't think this has the budget to be you know what it could be if a big studio got behind this. But uh, maybe it'll show enough pro- promise that somebody will buy this studio and put some more money into it. Uh, I don't actually know who does this. I just, just from playing it, it seems, you know, like a mid-tier kind of. Uh, well, Luke, developer. if we learned anything from PUBG, I'm sure they have just enough money for someone else to steal their idea. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was mean. No, it's true. You're probably right. Um, Ten forty-seven games. So, yeah, not somebody I've heard of, but uh, man, just brilliant. I'm really very, very impressed by what they did here. Um, awesome. So the second thing is Hades. Um, finally got to play it myself. And what do you think I will say about this game, Jordan? You know, that's hard to say. Because like, I don't know how long it's been since you've approached a game like this um, that I know of, at least. Um, I mean, my well, instincts... I thought it'd be interesting to see what you thought I would my, <laughs> my instincts tell me that you'd like it just fine, but not well enough to grab it by it to be like this is it you know what i mean this is the game i'm playing now that's that's my instincts how did it go for you i could see that um this game's incredible i absolutely see why it was game of the year it probably would have been my game of the year it's oh absolutely amazing oh yeah i mean i think what you said is absolutely true but this game is just designed so well it just yeah the the voiceover work like plays so well in with the gameplay it just it gives it a little bit more tinge of like fun in like the way he says it the in, in incantations and you know i don't know it's just it, there's something about like the way they do that yeah. and the little like playful way they talk between like the different gods and the yeah the different like whatever hades minions and all this yeah, stuff furies it's yeah it's it's really cool the way they do that um and what's the zag whatever the main guy is everybody calls him zag something yeah, like that something like that um, i forget he's just he's like the perfect protagonist for this um yeah and yeah i mean i do get to a point where it's like okay i'm a little sick of playing this but you know i mean that's true of most zagarius <laughs> um yeah it's it's just i mean it's true of a lot of games but yeah for for what this game is it's to me it's the ultimate version of this for me um yeah i I don't think any other version of this type of game could hold me as as much as this has i mean i i've definitely put many hours into this game already and 
I, yeah, I've leveled up many, many times and died many, many times. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty darn good at this thing. And once you get that freaking trident, man, you are doing some work with that thing. I haven't gotten (laughs) the trident yet. Oh man. I thought the sword was like amazing. I was doing really good with it. Like the, the special that does like the, the shower damage where you're like able to like, you know, a whole area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, this is not going to make any sense to people who are listening to this, but I know that trident was freaking nasty because <laughs> to... it's a ranged weapon and you can just tear through some people in the, yeah. If you haven't played this game, especially if you have game pass, my God, like play it's everywhere now. Like this game yeah. is on, you all should platforms. buy this game. Really? It's, yeah. it's worth buying. It's not, it's not just, Oh yeah, it's a game pass game, but, I mean, obviously, everyone should know that it's game of the year from yeah. a lot of people. Switch. It won the the game of the year at the Game Awards. So, yeah. like, yeah, this is a big one. So, play this game. I you don't need my recommendation. You've gotten plenty of other people's, but you have mine as well. So, I'm happy to hear that. That's it's great. excellent. It's very colorful. It's just it's good HDR game. Oh yeah, yeah. And a fun fact, like the, there's a, you know, I I'm, I'm happy with the series S for sure, but like, uh, uh, the game, like the games that like hot run at like a really high resolution are very few and far between, but it's hap- surprised to find out that this game runs at 4k 60 on the, uh, series S as well, which is, uh, hmm. which is a cool thing. Like dang, I didn't think it was like out some power ever going to be able to go at 4k. Here and there, like Ori and uh, Ori on uh, the Wis- uh, Will the Wisp can do 4K, but most games it's like you know we can do 1440, but most bigger bigger games are like at 1080, and some of them are like you know if it's like a poorly optimized game, it'll sometimes run below that. But I don't know. There's uh, games like uh, Sinua that got updated and it can run at 1440, so you know here and there. But Hades, it's good to find out, it's one of the ones I can do. 4 uh 4k 60 so i guess it's just an easier to run game and they can take uh yeah advantage of that so cool glad to hear you liked it man and it's a nice quick download which is always nice oh yeah such yeah. a smaller game <laughs> exactly it's having another like file size big one yeah <laughs> absolutely um anything else man uh the last thing was 12 minutes i've mm. put a good amount of time into that one more um, than 12 minutes Oh, yeah. A lot more than 12 minutes. Um, and I really enjoy this game. I really like it. Um, I just think it's it's very unique um, with the caveat that I will say I've gotten to a point now where I'm just frustrated. I've, I've used the freaking guide and I still can't figure out what I've done wrong. And mm. it's just getting really frustrating. It's like it feels like there's one dialogue box somewhere in the sequence of events that I need to do that I haven't clicked on. And it's like it's holding the entire story back. So I'm a little frustrated right now with with that game. Um, But overall, another game that I just say you just you should play this. It's just it's so unique. I think um, I think other games will probably take notes from this game. Stellar voice. I saw you'd played a little bit of it. I I, 12 12 minutes. I haven't haven't been able to play it yet. I haven't downloaded it yet. So I'm looking forward to it. People who play this and it had your name. Mm -hmm. Did you download it? No, not that that's I, weird not that i'm aware of okay maybe i did a pre-install i i don't know i don't think i did but i haven't played well, you should i will <laughs> um i'll stick with uh some playing stuff for now and i'll get into what i'm watching but um so 
I, you know, when a game kind of sneaks up on you, you're like, oh shoot, this game's coming out. Some oh, a yeah. game that I've been like wanting for a long time. Like this is a game I've been waiting for for over a decade. You know, it's really uh, looking forward to. Let's see, how long has it been? I don't know. It's been a very freaking long time. <laughs> but um, no more Heroes Three. Mm. A, I'm a fan of the franchise. I mean, it's hard to know because it's like. No more heroes one and two came out like the first one came out like 2000, 2007 on the on the Wii. And uh same thing with two, No More Heroes 2 came out like two years later. And then whoop, all this time passes, and uh just now we're about to get uh no more heroes three in a few days. And so I've been crazy. like, yeah, it's crazy, you know. I've been uh determined to kind of catch up before you know it's been a long time. I, I haven't pl- plugged in a Wii and played no more heroes and who knows right. how long but they released them no more heroes one and two on the switch and so i was like you know what i'm gonna get caught up and then like it kind of the fact that no more heroes three are, is like coming out soon was like oh my gosh that is coming out soon so i've been trying to dive into that so i can play um so i can you know get into no more heroes three and feel like i'm up at all the end jokes or whatever right. um so i'm playing no more heroes one right now about halfway through it um you know, the gameplay loop of these games, in case you didn't know, like the main thing it is, is it's about style, humor, and just a lot of references, honestly. But the, the gameplay loop is like you're an assassin trying to rise in the ranks of assassin. You want to be the number one assassin. And to do that, you have to like participate in like sort of a tournament, but like just kind of this thing where you have to face off against one of the assassins to rise in the ranks. And so it's really quirky i mean what can i say you're basically just this guy who won a lightsaber ish weapon out of a magazine you're like you know what i'm gonna do this and so he's uh the gameplay loop is simple you do your first ranked mission and then it's like hey to do the next one you have to pay money and so you go around your town doing ob jobs and like like really dumb stuff like sometimes mowing the yard or picking up garbage or filling up uh, gas and give people's cars and you do assassination <laughs> missions to like like kind of just get money and then you can move on you can do other silly stuff too like upgrade your weapon you know but that's really it throughout the entire game i know that's the case for one and two um but i i don't know if, if they're if they're going to repeat the same thing for three i imagine so but uh, we'll see it's fun it's quirky it, it really uh brings me back because it's really been a long time since i played these games but there's uh they're dated in a lot of ways for sure um some of the controls can be a little janky and you you, in the first game i know you like ride around the town to get to different areas sometimes i'm just like man riding around the town and like getting there isn't great and so they i know they changed it in the second one where it's more like a map where you just kind of select where you want to go real quick Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Um, I have an affinity for these games and I'm looking forward to the third one. I'll have to play these first two first though. Um, Speaking of Ghost of Tsushima, the director's cut came out and I just wanted to mention one of my favorite things about this generation so far. I love like like, I don't know, like on Wario 64 being on his Twitter page and seeing like some company is like, hey, we're updating this game. We're updating this game. This is obviously one of the bigger ones where they're like fully making a, a PS5 version of it with the DLC, which is what this pretty much is and a bunch of improvements. And um, 
and it's really great. It's, it's a, it looks better than ever. It's they've upped the resolution, the frame rates at 60 and yeah, it, it's fantastic. And the dual sense is really cool in this freaking game. Like when you're riding the horse, you feel the gallops and you feel the like intensity of the gallops, almost like the texture of them change, depending on mm-hmm. if he's riding on like concrete or grass or sand. It's so neat. And to feel the bow and the sword, it, it's really just I think this game is one of the biggest uh, showcases for the controller, actually. But what I was saying is just I love these little updates that have just come, and most of them are free. Like, for instance, like just uh, the other day, like yesterday, I think, like uh, Ubisoft was like, hey, guys, um, if uh, you have the last-gen version of, uh, or you have the PS4 version of, or, P- or either PS4 or Xbox one version of uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and now runs at 60 frames per second. Have fun. You know, like that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's not like a full up next gen update, but I like that. You're just going back and be like, this game runs better than ever. If you stop playing it or you want to get into it, there's even more of a reason. They just keep doing this stuff. And I'm just like, I'm loving it. Every time I hear news like that, I'm just like, that's awesome. And I'm going to download it. Just Even if I don't play all the way through, I just kind of want to, experience what that's like it's it's that's such a cool thing in this generation and i'm i'm really uh especially a game like that yeah what there was a thing where like playing uh uh valhalla it's like sometimes like i going back to origin and odyssey like playing those games at 30 it just like it's kind of a bummer i'm like oh man you know i wish this was at 60 it's that one i wish they do a and the fact that they are for a lot of these is that's just so cool. That's great. They, I don't know. I wonder what the uh, reasoning is. Like, just, just I guess maybe it doesn't take much time just for them to be like, you know, we're gonna put in some code that recognizes it's, that it's running on next gen hardware, and if it is, we'll put on a code here that unlocks the frame rate. I mean, maybe that's it. I mean, maybe it's not just not a lot of work for people to be like, oh, cool, I'll buy this game discounted or help for however much. Maybe it's enough for them to like i don't know for the, however many people jump back in to do it yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. if it is that easy i just go just do it for a bunch of these games there's a lot of these games where i feel like they could use some of those little bitty upgrades yeah i mean i i hate to say it but like put the free to play crap just in everything if that's what if that's the kind of advantages that it's gonna give like I, as much as I don't like that stuff, it's like, oh man. I mean, if we can get those kind of upgrades, though, you know, if that can pay for it, because um, it seems like the free to play, you know, upgrade stuff just ends up making a ton of money. And so it provides a budget for all kinds of really cool things to happen. Yeah. Maybe we can do a fun, the next big thing. Um, the main thing I wanted to talk to you about, Luke, is um, I started Ted Lasso. Um, Amber and I are about, uh, we're almost done with season one. We're about on episode eight, I think, 10 episodes in a season. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, so this is probably my new favorite show right now. This is. I thought you'd like it. Really, really good. And, you know, I didn't have, I didn't really know much about it. It's refreshing, isn't it? Like the way it is. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, like, I, I had a day, I think it was, I don't, I'm trying to remember which day it was. It was Tuesday or Monday last week. I, I, was, I was having a bad day. It, was, it had to be Wednesday, I guess. I was having like a just a bad day at work. Just 
I just wasn't feeling great. I wasn't feeling very like in a, I was in a terrible mood. And so I watched the first episode of Ted Lasso. It cheered me up. Isn't that like a <laughs> cool thing sometimes Yeah. where you're in a bad mood and you, and something cheers you up and it's something as silly, I guess, as a TV show. <laughs> and I watched the first episode alone. Sometimes I'll do that to be like, all right, let's see one. If I like it and, if, and how I like it will depend on if I say, Amber, we should watch this show. And I was immediately like, she got home. I was like, <laughs> let's watch the show right now. And so we started watching it and we watched like a bunch of episodes. Then we watched a few episodes the next night and it's, it's fantastic. I mean, if you, if like you're on the fence about it, I mean, it's, it's magnificent. Just jump into it. The plot, you know, I didn't know what the plot was going forward. And, and you know, the plot's great. It really is a good plot, but I almost don't want to tell you the plot because it like describing this show almost sounds it doesn't do it credit honestly you know if i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. describe the plot of the show honestly it sounds yeah. more like a turnoff honestly like i described it to amber i was like you know what never mind let's just let's just watch it and you'll see and yeah. so it's just great it, it and it's like a comedy but at the same time it's not a comedy where you're laughing at every other line or every like line of dot it's not that kind of yeah. comedy mm-hmm. it's like i guess the word feel good comedy applies here where it's just like you just feel great watching it and the characters are so good like the characters are great you get to know them really quickly and you get to like a lot of them are so likable even the ones that aren't supposed to be you're you end up like being invested in in the characters that even when they're doing something stupid you're like you want them to succeed and you want them to do the right thing and ted is such an endearing character you every time he's on screen you were like you're rooting for him constantly and it's just mm-hmm. uh yeah I, i'm praising the crap out of the show and I, I don't have anything negative to say i think it's worth all of the praise that it's getting it is so good <laughs> and it's uh if it continues like this and keeps going, I don't imagine I'll be unsubscribing to, to Apple TV <laughs> plus for a while. I yeah, am I so think impressed. I've never been the biggest Jason Sudeikis fan either, but uh, I mean, this is definitely the best I've seen him in anything. Just, yeah, he plays the role very well. Yeah. He, he stays in character so well, like throughout the whole season, just, I don't know. I would find that difficult. It, it, it doesn't seem like a difficult role to play, but like Chipper to me, Chipper would be a hard thing to like stay in, especially, you know, you go home after filming and you have to come back and try to act like the same Chippers, especially if you were like continuing that same episode, you know, like, okay, this is the next day, you know, yeah. whatever it is, like this is the next scene. Now you've walked into another room or something and you're supposed to like continue right off your previous performance and it's like you know day to day it's like you said you were having a bad day it's like i don't know there's something about chipper that just that that would be a real challenge it's hard to do it's really because like hearing about like because i that's one thing i knew going in because it was like i knew like that ted was like a nice guy or whatever and that's so that's difficult to do because you like think of like overly nice characters in comedies usually being the character that's like put upon like he's like oh he's too nice and everyone walks all over him he's the butt of every joke and he's kind of stupid and naive and that's like totally not what definitely not (laughs) like he is like he's smart uh, just as much as he is like you know kind 
and you know, and he's determined. He has like so many more good qualities as like, I'm just a care bear and I'm generically nice, you know, and annoyingly. Yep. So no. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's difficult. That's difficult to act and that's difficult to write. And the fact that they've pulled it off to a point where I don't even see Jason Sudeikis anymore when mm-hmm. I'm watching this character, it's, it's awesome. I don't know. It, it's just, I'm so yeah, glad. This I happened. honestly think it improves upon itself in the second season, which that's good. To Man, there's a lot of shows that don't do that sometimes yeah. when they have a great first season, it can be hard to like pick it right back up where it was. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Like I said, that Christmas episode, I'm so glad you like the show. You're going to love that episode, but yeah, you, know, you, you save I, it. having that in my head, it's good. It's making it so hard to like, when I'm like thinking, Oh my gosh, maybe I should just, I have so many stop. months to wait. <laughs> maybe I should just stop at the end of season one. And once like the holiday season starts, start season two. So that way I can just see <laughs> yeah. it in context, which I'm literally, we literally might do because I don't know. Like I said, it is so disconnected from season two though. You could easily just watch season two and just skip right over it and then watch the next episode. And you, you, you have like seen it. the episode after, right? So it doesn't like, yeah, hey, remember what book. happened in that last one? Whatever. No, okay. definitely. Um, I'm trying to, we've at least watched one since then. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So the, this Friday is the second one after it. So yeah, this Friday will be two episodes removed from Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells. Okay, man, I, I'm, I'm what a show. I want to watch it right now. Like seriously, it's it's, it's so good. Oh my gosh! But uh, I don't yeah. think you're gonna have any lack of seasons too. I think Apple TV. You know they've been they've been waiting for a big hit, so they're definitely gonna be put however much money they need to behind this. Whatever you guys want, they're gonna give it to them. This is it. This is the best show I've seen in a long time. So that I know I'm praising it. Glad I you enjoy it, but it's it's ridiculous it feels so refreshing watching it watching that show so that's great check it out <laughs> well uh luke i think it's time for us to go into uh our uh, topic ish i mean uh right there's not too much going on i mean uh, before we do that did you see the the vanguard trailer <laughs> or, oh yeah yeah did that oh yeah make you think anything new made you well well any new feelings up inside of you it made me firmly cemented and concrete with what I said before. Great. So it, it was so unoriginal. It was very, I mean, it was like the most atypical. We made a World war two ah! trailer. Here it is. And, uh, you know, from a recent IGN podcast that I listened to, I, I can kind of understand there's like, there's been a lot of things going on. I mean, obviously we know that there's just a lot going on yeah. in Activision right now, but Apparently, even specifically with this project, people were even brought in only a few months ago is what some of these people like one of them, their friend had not very long ago come in to help with some of the writing. And so like they've only been working on the writing a few months ago, like this could come in very hot, you know, in was it November, I guess is the release day. Um, So, yeah. I don't know. It could make for at least a very rough beta, which I mean, I, I guess I'm glad for them that they created the beta. It's like like they were saying on the IGN show, it it's tough because you don't want to support companies that mistreat their 
their you know their customers or their employees and it sounds like there's been a lot of that going on um you know whether it's exclusively the female employees being mistreated or you know both like <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just it's you don't want to support that kind of garbage but at the same time there's people putting their blood sweat and tears into this poor game and yeah you do want to support those people and yeah the so pe- good like, people too the good people that are there yeah, yeah i mean yeah. And I mean, how can you, <laughs> you, you, your dollar only goes in one place. So it's like, that's tough. You know, I, I, I always hate to bad mouth because I know that there's people that work so hard on these games. I, I think of all the media that gets created games are by far the hardest, you know, as, as hard as it is yeah. to make a TV show, a movie, you know, paint a picture, whatever it is, those things are all difficult, but a game is just crazy because there's, so many things coming together to create a game you know the elements of filmmaking elements of you know painting a picture all the arts really come together and then of course all the coding the ridiculous amount of coding that goes into it yeah yeah and music like all art kind of converges into what a game becomes and so i know they're working so hard but yeah yeah i (laughs) that being said it just oh it was did not feel very inspired Mm. especially yeah. after you watch the battlefield trailer and the battlefield trailer to me was like now this is somebody who's been working hard <laughs> to like create something new and like really cool that people are going to get excited about in 2021 when there's mm-hmm. so many shooters that have come already since the last battlefield game and so they're trying to do something new mix it up yeah oh my gosh Look, I meant to show you something like speaking of just talking about how hard it is to make a video game. Sometimes I think about games like cyberpunk and how hard it would be to make a game like that. And I panic because I'm just like, oh, how would you even, I don't know, but I'm getting ready for when this next gen patch comes, I am there. Um, I wanted, wanted to show you this because I want to play this game, you know, in the best way possible for me. And for me right now, that's on PS5 whenever that does release. And so um, there was a sale. Um, I would have Jordan has gone to his <laughs> the uh, bookshelf PS4 and off version discs. that will that will upgrade with the uh, steel book. Wow! And I, I haven't unwrapped it yet. <laughs> Ten fancy man dollars. Wow! Ten dollars. That that was wild. I, I was like, well. I don't care if I have to sit on it for for a few months or whatever. Now's the freaking time. I don't care if I'm usually digital only. That is $10. <laughs> whatever. But I'm ready I for it. I think Cyberpunk is it's the craziest story of any like piece of art for me ever because it's a story of betrayal, you know, on the part of the user from the developer which i can understand Mm -hmm. but it's also the story of like this incredible developer that's still an incredible developer that's lost a bunch of respect you know and i will only say it's only partially deserved like yes things were screwed up but they still made amazing game and i feel like all that's been so overshadowed that it just it just it's this just this like you know it's like what is it the the rolling rock gathers much moss. It's like that idea. It's like, never heard that. Actually. It's like it's a small thing that just like rolled down the hill and gathered all this moss. And it's like, 
yes, it really sucks, you know, but they ask for your forgiveness, like move on. <laughs> like, yeah, don't play it on the first gen, like get over it. <laughs> it's, but yeah, the fact exactly. of the matter is it's a great game that honestly should be contending for the game of the year. It's a great game. Like get over yourself. Like, yeah, I want a next gen patch too, but it's still a great game. And yeah, they just, they shouldn't have it released in a previous gen version at all. That would have solved all this. It's always hard for me to get like, to like feign anger at like a company, you know, I just want to play a good game. That's all I want. I just want to play a game. And so I try to do my best to do what's like, what's going to give me that best experience. And so for me, it was just waiting, but for other people, it's just playing on, you know, their next gen hardware, but like, like the, the thing with like uh, halo infinite and how the uh, forge got delayed and how the co you know, co-op um, campaign, yeah, got which, delayed. which actually got delayed on halo five too. So yeah, I can't feign um, anger at that because like yeah. I am, most excited about just playing the campaign myself i just that that has me excited like oh more open like campaign for halo again not switching back and it's forth what most blocks. of the games came I'm with psyched. multiplayer and campaign like, yeah people are just there's a lot of outrage that people just love to throw around and uh people are bored yeah people are bored. people get too much crap thrown at them on the internet the internet's just too full of stuff nowadays what's the saying now touch grass i guess i don't know but uh <laughs> yep Get grounded, people. Yeah, I suppose that is what you need to do. Um, but anyways, I think the the biggest thing that we're here to talk about today, I guess, I don't know how long we have. Oh, we're yeah. we're going to be able to talk one. about the, 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 <laughs> the big one. Spider-Man No Way Home. We got our, our first trailer after a few, like some cell phone footage or whatever came out. Luke, you, you heard about so that? Stupid. So yeah. stupid. Uh, like, don't roll watch around, this crap, like, people. Don't just support don't do this. It yeah like it, it's not going to be worth it because they're going to bring the trailer out anyways and wait for that 4k glory that's all i can say you're ruining it for yourself at that point you know and we, we were uh, talking about uh before the podcast started and i thought it'd be fun like how back in the day we, like when it came to bootleg stuff and like the day early days of the internet watching those movies that were like off someone's flip phone or something oh yeah <laughs> That was one thing, but don't do this. Yeah, don't do this. That, that was a different day. Yeah, that, those were the day of not even knowing what you're getting. You're just downloading it off Kazaa or Morpheus or LimeWire. <laughs> probably just getting a virus. Or Napster font. God, yeah, it's probably a virus. <laughs> it's probably not Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> or well, it might be Matrix Reloaded and it's a virus. <laughs> <laughs> How fitting. But um, yeah, that's no no need for that just don't even ruin it for yourself nope. but because the trailer is here it's here so wow where do you even begin what do you think of the trailer after watching it uh i mean i'm really excited it sounds incredible yeah. and insane and i didn't you know are we just like talking about it everything i mean there's no need to worry about everything. spoilers yeah, right? i'm always so spoiler centric but i'm yeah it's a trailer so yeah it's I mean, I, I had no idea that Doctor Strange apparently is going to play a central role. Yeah. From what this trailer looks like, it looks like he's going to play a central role in what's going on. It seems like it's the Peter Parker, Stephen Strange show here. So I thought yeah. that was very interesting. And this this trailer, honestly, I was like, wait, did I watch the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer uh. by accident? 
which which movie is this? Because I did not think they were going to get into those kind of things in No Way Home. It just it's weird. It's such a different, like complete step sideways from what Spider Man has been in the past. Been so much more of a grounded story, you know. And now it's like we're going way off into left field with the uh, multiverse stuff. So. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm really um, looking forward to this. You know, I really enjoy a Homecoming and, uh, my gosh, Far From Home. I'm going to get mi- mixed up with Far From Home and No Way Home, like, yep. a million times. But uh, with a Far From Home and uh, Homecoming, it's like they both kind of have, like, yeah, there's superhero stuff going on, but there's a lot of, like, high school hijinks. But it looks like we're going off on an adventure and there's no not a lot of high schoolers following them around we're not gonna be goofing on flash thompson or anything like that I mean, this is a teaser so is <laughs> everything's teaser. caveated in that and so yeah. i think we we do we probably know a lot less than we actually think we know that you're very right luke thank you for pointing that out <laughs> because while it may look like the whole movie might be spider-man and dr strains flying through yeah. the clouds <laughs> that might be 15 minutes of the movie yeah trains flipping around and pumpkin bombs being thrown and we could get a lot of homeroom and, and tom i guess you, maybe you saw that he even had said himself like you've only seen the tip of the iceberg so yeah That'll be interesting. You guys have only means. seen the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of a lot of homework that we have to worry about. Flash Thompson <laughs> has a new girlfriend that we're not liking too much. You know, God, I, I, I hope not. I'm ready for them to get a little crazier with this and get out of the whole high school thing a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, you can't do the thing that you did before. Now that they know that he's Spider-Man, there can't be like, constant goofing around right i don't know how long will they know jordan how long will they know indeed (laughs) for all i know yeah this trailer it raises a lot of interesting questions doesn't it it really does it's like once that spell in the trailer goes on it's like that opens up anything (laughs) you know that's like are we gonna tie into loki i mean you know yeah anything um and then it, it seems like it really segues into whatever happens in uh, Doctor Strange's second film. Yeah, which, gosh. Which I'm really looking forward to that. Absolutely. Just Doctor Strange is like one of the, I don't know how to say this without being rude to the other heroes, but he's probably for right, me the they're most not here. interesting like hero character in the Marvel Universe that's still left. Yeah, he's because he just because he's just so in tune with everything. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. because of his power and because of who he talks to, he feels like he's in this network and he's attuned with the multiverse. He, he, it feels like he could be understanding what's going on on Ant-Man's, you know, sub atomic level, but at the same time, understanding what's going on, you know, with Thor and Ragnarok and like, you know, all the different levels that are Marvel. And so that's why his like movies, each one that comes out, it's like, wow, it's crazy. So, so for that like really puts a lot more weight in the Spider-Man movie for me, which yeah. I already thought was going to be really cool, but now seeing that they're going to go, you know, in this whole other direction, it's just, it's like, I don't even, I don't even know. I, I'm really, I, I don't even know what's going to happen. And, yeah and, I, and that's it's, what's so cool about this writing mm-hmm. it, you have no freaking idea 
just to bounce off what you were saying about Dr. Strange, I think that's what you're saying. That's why I think he's such a good pairing with Peter. Cause he's like, Peter's like kind of the opposite. He's like the one who's like, what's going yeah. on here. And like Dr. Strange, again, he has an idea of what's going on at any given point. We are like, Oh, but that is something to do with this. And, and so it's a yeah. really cool pairing to have those two together for however long in the movies, which again, as you said, seems substantial. I, this is a little, little off on a tangent, but I always thought Marvel missed a really cool moment when, you know, infinity war happens. And there's that whole moment with Dr. Strange when he, you know, is, is holding the gem and then he brings it to him and then he gives it to Thanos and then there was all those theories, you know, and yeah. Jordan and I talked about that. I just, I always thought that Marvel should have played that in a little bit more in Endgame. It just, I think, I think as amazing as Endgame was, and I think the writing was superb, I think they could have made it just a little more cool with that. And unless maybe they're going to come back and reference that, which ah, would just be yeah. absolutely mind blowing and Oh, that would be the ultimate. If they if they did that to me, I would just sound like a Nolan esque magical sleight of hand. Remember, remember when I brought the gem back? Remember that one time? It was passing through many was... hands that day. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. That's why I'm not a writer. <laughs> uh huh. So, uh, other Spider Man stuff. What are you thinking? Oh, did anything else happen? <laughs> no, I mean, like, oh, well, yeah, but like, when I'm mean <laughs> other Spider Man stuff, I mean, like, other Spider Men stuff or Spider people. Mean? Like, uh, we got freaking Alfred Molina, Green, uh, oh, yeah, Doc Ock showing up here, and we got, yeah, uh, we got the grenade, we got yep. the pumpkin bomb being yep. thrown down, and hearing a uh, Defoe laughter. <laughs> what I can only imagine is Defoe laughter. Honestly, since I've ever heard, I you know, since I originally heard that those guys were coming back, I'm not really excited about that. I just wow, okay. I just I don't really like the idea of connecting it back to the old Spider-Mans. I just I think those are good movies. I mean, we've talked about it; those are fine. But I just I think they're a product of their time, and it's just it's weird for me to have crossover with movies that told a completely different story with a completely different spider-man i'm sure they're gonna have some multiverse explanation for it and oh yeah i don't know i just ralph boner it's not my (laughs) it's just it's just not my thing so i'm sure it'll be well done i just i don't like that i I don't know just doesn't sit right with me it's definitely my thing i've ever ever since like the MCU started like imagining I've always spent a lot of time like imagining other like because when the MCU started like there wasn't even Andrew Garfield yet so I was like oh man imagine if Spider-Man showed up and the only thing I had in my head was the last Spider-Man I saw which was Andrew Garfield and then when Andrew Garfield I mean Tobey Maguire and then when Andrew Garfield came along I was like man I wonder how they can connect this with the MCU and like and they ended up obviously going a different direction and now to kind of see those two, maybe, most likely, probably, or at least their universes play into this, that's just like insane wish fulfillment. Of course, it needs to be done well, though. Of course. Like, they can't just do anything and me be like, yeah, that was great. You know, I feel like it needs to be done in a really clever and not throwaway kind of way. I don't know. Or if they do a Ralph Boner situation, then... I, I don't even know. 
I don't even know. I'm just some guy who looks like Alfred Molina off the street. I work at a pizza place, but I was hypnotized into thinking I'm Doc Ock. I don't know. That would, uh, yeah, I think there'd be riots in the streets. If that's if they pulled the Ralph Boner with that. It's just that they're, they're completely different things. I mean, that's, that's what I don't like about it. It's just like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, you know what? He had two movies. Yeah. two Two movies. Um, they, you know, they accomplished a different thing. They, they developed a, their own world in those two movies and they were fine. I, I mean, I enjoyed those movies. Um, and same thing with the first three. It just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know how to put it eloquently. It just, it feels like when you go and see a movie, like you go and see the old Batman movies. It's like you, you go there and you have that experience with those characters and yeah. then you go and you see Batman begins. And I don't want those things connecting. I, I just, I don't think, I don't think any amount of explanation, even if it's really well scripted and it is very well, you know, artfully done. I, I don't think it would be okay with me. It would just be like, they did that really well, but I still don't want it. Yes. Mm. It's just, I want to have those separate experiences. I don't want to feel like all the things that happened in all three of those first three movies somehow was only like a footnote in what's actually going on in the real one, which mm. is, you know, this Spider-Man. It just, I don't know. Something that I would love. And I think I, I'm going to go ahead and preface this with saying, I don't think this is going to happen. But just because I don't want anyone else's hopes to get raised who wants this, not like, you know, who, who does want this, this sort of thing. But what I would love, because like I'm so connected to those Spider-Man movies, it always killed me that there was no closure at all. If there was just anything there to say, here's a little bit of closure for that Spider-Man series and that Spider-Man series, which got both got interrupted basically like even spider-man 3 like it wrapped up a little bit but they obviously meant to continue with spider-man amazing spider-man 2 oh boy did they mean to continue um i would love it they just did a little thing to be like here's where this spider-man ended up wrap up their story here just it doesn't take much i don't think but if that if that ended up happening man honestly I'd be crying in theater probably. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be like the end of, in Days of Future Past when like X-Men 3 ended like it did and then Days of Future Past came and made it okay for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be like uh, that I can understand kind of, that. That kind of emotional experience. But that's asking a lot. That's asking too much. And I don't know if that this movie could or should do that because yeah i mean it's got its own story to tell we've already got dr strange in here and a bunch of spider-man villains who who knows who else is going to show up yeah it does feel like how are they going to do all this in this one movie that is that is the way right i mean how many times i'm thinking like I i feel like the one thing marvel does well is not feeling like movies are too stuffed they do that really well but there's always next time right (laughs) <laughs> where they could yeah drop all um, the balls and game and, and infinity war were pretty stuffed but uh yeah they were still enjoyable civil war what in the world <laughs> yeah. i remember thinking how are they going to do this and it ended up working but but 
these are all using like characters that are in this universe and here and available talking about throwing in uh, Alfred Molina uh, like in a way where it's like, where's he coming from? I know the Alfred Molina in the Spider-Man yeah. too. He died at the end of that movie. Electro yeah. died at the end of the movie. Green Goblin died at the end of that movie. But I mean, so, if you played around with timelines, that's yeah, really probably matters. We plucked them out at like the right time or whatever before it happened. I'm assuming they're going to have to show some scene and then something happening in that world. Absolutely. They like if you imagine how is that going to happen cinematically? That's just crazy. Imagine like you go, you just literally are like transported because the funny thing is, it's like I know like Danny Elfman and uh, Sam Raimi, they're like involved in the MCU now, like Sam Raimi's directing Multiverse of Madness. And so he's in the whole Doctor Strange thing. Imagine like they go into the uh, showing what's going on in the the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man universe and that score kicks in and it's like uh, Mm -hmm. evocative of uh, the Danny Elfman score. Oh my God. And they just kind of show here's what, how, how they got plucked out and how his universe got changed because of what Peter did in this universe. (laughs) Crazy. Because like, I can't imagine like at the end of that trailer where he's like, hello, Peter or whatever. How's it going, Peter? As he says, (laughs) I I can't imagine he's talking to, uh, he might be, might be talking to uh you know uh tom holland spider-man because i'd be like well how do you know him how do you know he's peter he'd be like who are you you know i mean if he's in his spider-man outfit though true right? I mean, he true just, you just see a spider-man say peter you're like it's peter maybe yeah. he lifts up his his uh little mask and he's like you're i'm peter <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, yeah, it's this is fun. It'll though. be very um, crazy to see how it's scripted. Absolutely, because has this ever happened before? Has there ever been a movie franchise that's gone back to two previous oh incantations God. of the same story and brought probably the two main characters and two of the enemies back? Not that no. I know of. <laughs> I mean, even on a small scale, I, I can't think of any movie series that's done that. Gosh. Um, the only thing I can think of is the uh, Turtles Forever uh, animated movie where they have the 2000 version of the animated series and they bring in the 80s versions and mm. they hang out together. Mm. That's the only thing I can yeah. that even comes close to what we're talking about here that I could think of. It makes more sense in animated stuff, though. It does. It's a lot easier and, to accomplish. And even in Into the Spider-Verse, these are um, unique representations of these comic book characters like Spider-Ham and, you know, freaking Miles and Peter Parker. Those are uniquely those versions of those characters. Yeah. It's not like they're pulling like, you know, the, the video game, the, you know, the Sony game version of Spider-Man into the thing where it's a pre-established version of Peter Parker. And so, no, this uh, probably the most I'd seen it was Endgame. Yeah, that was the most where I was like, wow, this is so cool. They're going back through these movies, showing old scenes, actually like messing with that scene. So that was pretty cool. But that awesome. yeah, <laughs> that's not at all the same thing. Yeah. These are completely unrelated movie series. Like, yeah, they, they were filmed by a completely different studio, you know, back then. I mean, I know they have, you know, they've teamed up with Sony now, but, you know, still <laughs> Marvel Studios now. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, if all this happens, as far as the, the Spider-Man coming in, I think it's pretty clear that it is happening. You know, it would be so awkward to be like, here, here's Alfred Molina. Here's this guy. Here's Electro. And it not at least happen a little bit. That would just be so awkward. Um, I feel I feel good for them. Like, I don't know how they feel about it, but I'm happy for them. Like, because I know, like, with Andrew Garfield specifically, it was a really, like, not good ending to like his career as spider-man and ended like badly and yeah. so for him to put on the mask again and it be received well that would be very nice and it would make me feel because i felt bad for him in a way where i'm like jeez man he was a he, i thought he was a good spider-man i think all oh, these yeah. spider-mans are good spider-man i don't yeah it's hard for me to meet a spider-man that i don't really like in in some way like to bring yep. something different to the character yep. i feel the same way about batman except george clooney but um Poor Val Kilmer. Yeah, I guess Val Kilmer too. <laughs> Jeez. How much as I hate to admit it, Luke. <laughs> no, I was just saying I feel bad for him. That's all. Oh, okay. I love Val Kilmer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but any, either way. Tough spot to play Batman in right okay. after. Such a great Batman. <laughs> oh, we're, and we're, this, we're going to see this, Luke. Again, Michael Keaton coming back to play Batman. The same movie as... Uh, Ben Affleck in the Flash movie. So this is going to happen again. Oh, another point. He will be coming back to play Bruce Wayne or Batman or whatever. DC's like, hold my beer, Marvel. Yeah, right. Let's <laughs> really bring it back. You think you're Tobey Maguire is retro? Let's go back to 1990. <laughs> bring in the, the man himself. Man. Where's Adam West when you need him? Ah. <laughs> Oh gosh. So, anyways, um, I don't have too much to say about this. Is there anything you really, other than like some of the potential goofiness with multiverse stuff, is there anything uh that you really hope does not happen in this movie? Does not happen. Um not happen. Hmm. I mean, I certainly hope nothing happens to Spider-Man to where oh, we God. have to maybe not see him for a long time. At least I don't think they'll go anywhere close to killing him, but I don't know. I could see them doing some kind of retirement thing at the end of this. Um, I hope they don't do something like that where he's like, you know, I'm just too I'm tired of this. I don't want to wear the suit anymore. Um, I don't want, I don't like seeing people around me getting hurt. I could say, I could see um, Tom Holland's uh, Peter Parker saying something like that. Um, mm. And so I, I guess that's part of my fear. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. The main thing I was thinking, like I was reading really, I, I knew this, I was just being reminded that this is the end of Tom Holland's contract. And so I just, yeah, you know, that kind of puts a lot of questions in my mind as to like where they're going to go with it next. Tom has expressed interest. And I actually, I remember this story from quite a while back where he said he'd like to play Spider-Man in the future. Um, so, you know, that, that makes me concerned that this is like, this is kind of the end of what they have for Spider-Man at this point. And which makes me think that that probably means he's not going to be in Dr. Strange and he may not be in, I don't know, things like the Marvels or something, you know, I, could he be in Thor? I, you know, I don't know with, with this multiverse thing, it's like he could be in any point of the on the, of the Marvel universe. So I just, I don't know. It, yeah. it makes me feel like this is a little bit more of a period to spider-man than i want it to be so 
that would be my main concern. I hope especially we since they're doing still have so a lot more much. adventures to see him on. Yeah, uh, like there's always like this weird thing when it comes to the Spider-Man. Like I always want them to do like some of the classic stuff, and and like there's there's a hesitancy because you know obviously what they did in Amazing Spider-Man the first one where it's like there's so much in that beginning portion that was exactly the same as the Raimi version. I, I still don't, I, I sometimes miss seeing things like, like you forget, like it's been a long time since we've seen like a character like Norman Osborn be prominent, which he's like supposed to be this huge Spider-Man villain. And it's, so I, I almost miss like staples like him or Kingpin. I know we have a, technically a kingpin in the whole marvel thing but like he's a big spider-man villain and so it's it's one of those things where it's like i feel like I'm, we're not going to see those things for a long time because like we're like okay well this might be our last chance for us to do spider-man so here's um green goblin from raimi and here's a uh, you know doc yeah. ock from raimi and here's electro and lizard maybe from you know the andrew garfield one and so almost in a way like throw sandman in there too it's almost in a way where it's like we the crescendo it's when all the fireworks go up yeah and we didn't do versions of these heroes ourselves nor did we want to because we're afraid of them being too similar maybe so here they are from another universe and uh goodbye tom holland you're the last scene of the movie is going to be dr strange waving goodbye with them behind a a portal holding hands with venom or something (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bye <God>. bye <laughs> bye mcu see you in the venom movie <laughs> oh my gosh see you in venom 3 folks see you in venom 3 exactly <laughs> and morbius 2 <laughs> the toms will reunite <laughs> oh. <laughs> well i mean it's a possibility man i don't oh, know it's a terrible possibility yeah i i 100% agree with that. I do believe that I do not want to see that Spider-Man with that Venom. I just really don't. I really don't. <laughs> what would they even do? I think it's going to happen. I think I it's, it's gonna definitely going to happen. Gonna happen. I just don't know what they would do. Sony wants it to happen too much, I think. Yeah, exactly. They hold way too much of the of Spider-Man's leash for them not to get their way at some point, I think. You know? Sony Sony's not good at the creative side. Sony sees the money too much. They just Marvel has such a better way of like putting the creative side first and then the money just comes right in with it. But it it yeah. just, you know, in these movies you really feel like Marvel really puts the creatives first and yeah, I just don't get that same feeling in these Sony movies. It almost makes me afraid for Into the Spider-Verse 2 because I feel like the first one was like, okay, well, we're doing an animated thing over there. Okay, Miller, Lord Miller, yeah. do your thing. We're doing the big Venom movie over here. And then like it became the surprise success. And then I'm afraid they're going to yeah. come in for the second one to be like, well, <laughs> well, 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 let's well, sonify boys. this thing. <laughs> you had yourself quite a movie over there. We enjoyed You've it. had your fun. Now let's take over. <laughs> milk this thing for all his work oh my gosh please <laughs> please leave it alone um but anyways because the man who runs sony is a cattle farmer <laughs> <laughs> an old cattle farmer wrangling old where there fellas <laughs> hold on with all that there creativity <laughs> y'all been having a little too much fun we're here to make money 
<laughs> and all this silly stuff. Whoa, Put away man. your pig and your. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, like I think all that's a possibility that we could see him like start to phase out of the MCU Ugh. and into Ugh. Sony or whatever. Not, I don't know if he's like who's Iron Man at the end of this or. Or what? I have no idea. That would be very sad and very depressing. I hope to God that does not happen that way. At least not in that way where he's like... Hopefully Sony has learned enough at this point to be like, okay, these partnerships with Marvel are key to our success with these movies. Yeah. Because they are. I mean, there's just no denying it. I I don't know what they should do next after this. I really don't. Even if like they he stays in the mcu i'm just really curious as to what because as as we said they're throwing so much out at you at this movie like it's i was curious at this point like what they could they do next i know we haven't even seen what they're bringing in now but (laughs) it's hard not to wonder with all this crazy stuff like what this means for one spider-man and also the the mcu writ large with all this multiverse crap i have no idea play a much bigger role in the avengers that's true. You know, and more of like a reorganized version of the Avengers with, you know, you know more all the big bads, but you know, there could be is Galactics Galact Galactus. Is that am I completely off when I say that? He's a big one. He's a so big like, boy. You know, there could be like a reorganization of the Avengers with a, a universal threat like that. Yeah. Absolutely. And like we're gonna get a, a big heavy hitter. I mean, you forget with like a lot of these uh a lot of those other movies but dr doom he's supposed to be like one of the marvel's big bads he's like supposed to be like one of the biggest threats on earth but they're probably going to originate that story when they do the fantastic four which is like the furthest out movie at this point right it doesn't even have a date well maybe blade is the furthest out at this point but that's a a close second tie right in with the marvel universe uh yeah like what what in the world we got our first mention of vampires in loki oh my. he mentioned vampires and i was i perked up that is so weird yeah i think it's... there's probably enough people out there who are like blade who <laughs> maybe yeah i don't know i mean think about it. i mean kids could be pretty old at this point and not really know what blade is that's the absolutely crazy thing. i mean there's a <laughs> people i work with who are very very young when blade three came out so yeah. so yeah i mean blade hasn't been relevant for a long time and yeah man i i, I have no idea where we're going but oh boy vampires are coming Spider-Man's gonna go hang out with Morbius and Venom. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, I love the speculation. Like honestly, we haven't had this in a while. You know, with a lot of these movies, it's been like kind of like take it as it go- as it comes with like Black Widow and Shang Chi. I've I've learned it's Shang Shang Chi, not Shang Chi, which I've been saying for months. Mm. Um, stuff like that, where it's like okay, we're seeing solo movies, but. It's fun to see the speculation that we're getting with Spider-Man. I I enjoy that sort of thing for people guessing. I don't like the leaks too much because it kind of ruins some of the fun. I like people looking at the trailer, be like, oh, what does that mean? I, that's fun. That's been yeah. fun to me. And I, I've, it's been a long yeah. time since uh since we've had that, really. So yeah, it's kind of cool. 
Anywho, I think we're good, right? <laughs> I think we are good. Get, got it all out of our system. <laughs> What's next? It's really man? exciting, though. Overall, I mean, absolutely, really exciting. Super happy. I, I, I watched. The, I, I haven't done this in a long time. Like the, the the thing I did when I was like thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, whatever. Is the trailer comes out? I'm gonna watch it a few times, but. Since then, I haven't really done that. I've just like watched it once. And, you know, when it showed, showed itself to me at theaters, I'd sit there and be like, ooh. But I watched that trailer like three times. And that's something I have not done in the years. And so that's uh, that's something. That's uh, something, I guess. But uh, and what we com- got coming up here, Luke? Um, I mean, Shang-Chi, obviously, or Shang- Shang-Chi, whatever. Shang-Chi. Shang. Yeah. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Um, um, that's coming up. Legend of the Ten Rings is the easier way. Legend of the Ten that. Wings. Yeah, <laughs> the, I just called it the twi- Ten, ten wings. wings. Wow. <laughs> Legend of the Ten Piece Wings. Ten delicious wings. Uh, that's coming up in uh next week, right? Yeah, it looks excellent. So yeah, I'm I'm can't wait. Really excited. So we'll be there. It'll be think cool we're... to get a new hero into the whole mix. Absolutely, that's always exciting. Seeing some yeah. some a fresh face and a new mm-hmm. power set new abilities it's a lot of fun yeah but anyways man it's been fun you have yourself a good rest of your week i don't know i drew this out yeah, that out you so too <laughs> thanks <laughs> see ya see ya